Oh, hey. You're up. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you wanted to sleep in or not, so. Welcome back to the Buzz to Kill podcast, where today we celebrate the birthday of the third best host this podcast has ever seen over and over and over and over and over again in Happy Birthday, Javu. <laughs> Get it? It's like two things. Like put is, today one. Your, is today your birthday? Uh, James, <laughs> uh, I will forever be known as the second best host this podcast has ever had. Okay. Sorry, I hate to break that to you. I don't do the voting. Next it to just, Jen. It is what it is. Oh, so it's Jen and then you and then me. No, it's J-Raj and then me and then you. That's oh, it. well, J- no. J- <laughs> it's not even fair to put J-Raj on the list. Like he's Why? he's Because no one will ever beat him? Right. Exactly. But that's right. why he's always number one. He's so far above the list. It, it's, it's just not even fair for anybody else. <laughs> it's true. Uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm James, of course. And uh, and there's a birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Oh. <laughs> it's good, right? Went with the minor rendition, <laughs> I see. <laughs> have you ever heard happy birthday like legitimately sung in a minor key? I have not. I don't think so. It's quite haunting. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm sure there is. I've heard other stuff being sung in minors. It's yeah, weird. It's weird. It's absolutely bizarre. And it's always weird to hear stuff that's in minor keys uh, sung in major keys, too. Sure, there's sure. A, there's a dude on YouTube who does that with like Metallica songs and stuff. And it's hilarious. I've, I've seen that guy, and it's funny. When they go from like minors to what that's what you're used to, who, who goes from minors to other stuff? <laughs> Oh, you God. got a you got a problem. Um, but when it goes Whoa. from like singing in minors to majors, it's weird because it makes a really creepy sounding song just sound super happy and jovial. Like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really bizarre. It's like you could put it on Kids Bop if you wanted to. Oh, Kids Bop. Kids Bop's the The jam. beautiful people, the beautiful people. Oh wait, you can't sing him anymore, uh, can you? <laughs> who, Marilyn Manson? Oh, can't yeah. sing him anymore. Jeez, man. Can't can't do anything anymore, which uh, is... we'll get into a little bit of that later. And the yeah. the thing that's been on the tips of everybody's tongues, or you know, a couple people in the, the movie community, really. But uh, we'll get there. Don't worry, we'll get there. Especially uh, Mike. James. Yes. What's that? Hi, I said especially Mike. <laughs> well, hey, I got I was heated. Mike, all right, Mike. I Mike got a got, little heated the other day. Mike got heated the other morning. <laughs> I woke up to a I woke up to an image of a person with blacked out eyes, and it just said "fuck the blah, blah. and I was like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> and you I mean, had no idea what had even happened, was, did you? I was at like, that point. I was like, I guess Mike heard about it. <laughs> yeah, I knew. The funny th- I the, knew well, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, and 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 it, we're we're obviously talking about the Richard Stanley stuff, yeah. but like, um. The funny thing is, is not very many people even knew about it. 
No. So we well, got. So I got notified of it by <clears throat> our buddy Chris Jordan. Yeah. Who um he had he had gotten it. I don't know if it was from the initial blog post or whoever it was. Yeah. But I'm assuming I, when I did it when I did a web search for it, nothing came up. There was nobody even reporting this. I'm pretty sure. Like, you I'm not saying we I, we obviously didn't break it, but dare oh, I say break. we might have been one of the first to like start talking about it, at least that I know of. Breaking um, news. I mean, there's like a couple sure of reti- can, I'm pretty sure, dude, you can still do a Google search for it, and there's not much that pops up. No, there's more now. There's Is definitely there? more now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially because Spectre Vision made some moves and some other oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But again, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get, into we'll that get a there uh, in the news. But uh, anyway, James, let's not let that asshole taint your birthday <laughs> right right that was good what was good let's not let that asshole taint your ah, birthday i didn't even party. do that on purpose god Come i'm so on, I'm, I'm i'm so good it was I don't genius even do it and you purpose. didn't even know it <laughs> poet and i didn't even know it um so james how old are you tell tell the world uh and in, in this, the year of our Lord, 2021, I am 36 years old. God damn. I'll be there yeah. in a couple months. Yep. You are now the elder statesman of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> look at me. How does, how does that make you feel? <laughs> like, does that, does that tickle you at all? Uh, like, does it uh, um, give you a little half chub? Regal, I suppose. <laughs> I do. I finally hung up my um, my certificate of uh, of lordship on my wall over there. So, you know. Oh, the that, fact that I am a lord, and now that I you am are the, a lord, now that I am the elder statesman of the Buzzkill podcast, <laughs> I I'm feeling pretty good actually. For I don't 36. mean to, I don't mean to um to to knock you down a peg or two. Yeah. Right. Uh, however, my my I feel as though my um what's 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 your lordship? What do you call that? Your uh, your, your real title? status? Your, your title? title? I think mine means a little bit more than yours now. Why? Uh, Kristen went out and also bought a plot of land, oh, and she is now sake. a legal lady. No, no, no. So <laughs> no, you guys, but you guys own different plots of land. So yeah, but we own more land together. Is what I'm saying. No, we're like a dynasty, James. That's how this works. No, that's not the way yeah. that works. Yeah, we're like the the we're like uh, we're like Rome, just gathering up land as we go. Oh, I yeah. think I think I think for it to be legitimate, you have to wage war <laughs> on her plot of land. And then, and then there needs. Oh, to no, be some, she just. And then there needs just, to be some sort of. I'm doing. I'm. I know that I'm doing the. You're sizz- you're, si- you're scissoring right now. I know that I'm doing the, <laughs> the the finger work for scissoring, but it, it's meant to be some sort of you know like a like a joining, unification. A unification of of the so, land. So scissoring. <laughs> I guess if. I guess can you imagine your, how, how I guess different if that's history your mode of unification? So, can you imagine how different history would be if people just scissored instead of fought? <laughs> Isn't that what Xerxes did? Oh, Xerxes! Oh, scissor me, Xerxes! Like, isn't that why? Isn't that why the Spartans didn't want to give up anything to him because they went into true. It it could be true, but can you just imagine Caesar going into battle and be like, "We will not kill you, sir, if you scissor me." If you scissor me. Does he suddenly have like a Mexican accent? Will you please Caesar me? If you Caesar me. He took over Spain real quick. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't actually at two Brute. It was in the two Brute. I don't know if that joke landed or not. But. Have you done anything special for uh, the big day, James? Oh, let's see. 
I spent the day with my uh, my son, who's quarantined for the next. Well, today was his last day of quarantine. Gets okay. to go back to school. Tested, on tested negative, though. In fairness, yeah, uh, yeah. I got my first COVID test, <laughs> by the way. Oh, that's that, exciting. It's not that bad. I didn't have how the, far they stick it up your butt. I didn't have the full on like uh, I think my wife called it a nasal pharyngeal. Because I'm assuming I don't know this for sure, but it sounds to me like the the root words of that word nasal and pharyngeal means like nasal as in nasal and pharyngeals uh-huh. and like oh pharynx. sorry what does nasal stand for nasal no oh, okay and <laughs> and pharyngeal as in like pharynx you know yeah. like back of the yeah. throat. Yeah. Which means, you know, they're sticking something. Why couldn't you just go in through the throat? Well, well, because they're not because they're getting the because <laughs> they're getting the nasal passages. That yeah, connect yeah, to the I throat. get it. It's not actually in I get the throat. It. Um, yeah, I didn't have the one that goes all the way back. So like, then you didn't get tested properly. Um, because they have to go all the way to the back. No, they the, with the the PCR tests apparently they don't have to. Oh, well, at least maybe not as far. So yeah, I no, they the, got uh, they got me. They poked me in the back of the fucking spine. That's for sure. <laughs> Then again, that takes a lot for me because I have like dick sucking nose. It just goes all the way back. Dick sucking nose. Yeah, yeah. DSN baby. <laughs> that's a that's a uh, that's an attribute that I didn't know that people were proud of. Oh these yeah, days. you've seen my parlor trick before with the uh, I can I can do the whole nail in the back of the yeah, head trick. I don't like that. I don't. I don't want to talk about it even. In fairness, isn't it kind of proving though with all these like COVID tests, isn't it proven that that's a perfectly safe thing to do? Because they're going that far, if not farther, for most of these tests. Yeah, under the so. proper circumstances. I mean, I well, don't yeah. know that I would come over to your house and let you shove a four-inch long nail into the back of my skull. But... Oh, like you've never seen my dick before. Oh, my God. <laughs> So inappropriate, and it's my birthday. So thank you. Okay, speaking of your speaking of your birthday, James, uh, yeah. has anybody given you any fun gifts today? Mm. Like, what did your what did your best friend get you? Come on, what did your best friend get you? Oh, you mean Greg? Uh, <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole! <laughs> God. Uh, I did get a I got a I got a text from Greg, um, and I haven't seen him in when was my when was my. Uh, my uh, garage sale. That was the last time I saw Greg. August, I think it was. Yeah, September, so, something like that. So it's been a while. Uh, that was, yeah. He came over. He asked if I wanted to do a little, um, you know, social distance bevies on the on the porch. Ooh. So he oh, came Greg's, over. Greg's fully vaccinated though, so Greg not is too vaccinated. Much, not too much to worry about him. Well, I mean, you can still, even if you're vaccinated, you can still carry the sure. virus. Fine, and less to, to other worry. People. Less so to worry. You know, about. we're still trying to we're still trying to keep it safe around here. Sure. Um, so we had a couple bevies on the, I finally was able to give him his, uh, Christmas gifts and he gave me, he gave me my Christmas gift and my, uh, my, uh, birthday gift as well. Uh One is a hoodie, a Venkman hoodie from Ghostbusters. It looks like a, looks like a straight up like Ghostbusters uniform. And then the other thing was a, uh, a Jason Voorhees mask coffee mug. Nice with a machete with a machete handle. I'm it's got good it. leverage on it too with that machete handle. It's very nice. Huh. Um, yeah. And did you? You didn't give me anything, did you? Um, oh, he it's... also he also handmade <laughs> me like three dozen okay. cupcakes. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> he did. He did. They were delicious because I had one. <laughs> Dude, I was so I I got uh, I got dinner from Johnny Black's right. 
Which, by the way, I went to Johnny Black's. That place was packed. Sure it was. Of course packed. it was. Packed. Like, shoulder to shoulder. This like, is why, this is why de- all of they're your... They're definitely not following the this rules. Is why, this is why all of the kids in your, in your, in your kids' school are getting sick. Yeah. Because the it's parents the ki- are fuckwads yeah, and not are, following the rules. Yeah, the parents are fucking idiots. Um, so, why, why is it, like, is it really, like, these people are all dolled up and stuff. Like, they're going out for a bar night. It's like, you know you look dumb, right? Like it is, is it really that? Is it worth? Is it worth it? Now you have to spend the next two weeks at home with your kid, and you have to call into work. Yeah, because you just a kid. A kid they probably don't even like or want. Let's be honest. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you're gonna get divorced probably. The chances are not in your favor. Sixty percent. Um. So, yeah, I got I got food from there. I got lobster mac and some sliders. Ooh, and nice. so these cupcakes, right? I, I come in after so Mike Mike drops by while while me and Greg are having a couple of beverages out on the porch. Mike drives drive drives by to drop off the, the beer for tonight. So we're all sitting there having a couple of drinks and it's finally time for everybody to disperse and me and Mike to finally start our podcast at midnight. Yeah, and, you know, normal time. And and I walk inside and I had this is what happened to me. I, I walked inside I reheated my lobster mac because I didn't get to have any of it. I'm eating it over the sink like a, like a savage, just like a savage, <laughs> like just scarfing down. And I and I bought some of that uh, truffle hound. Oh yeah, truffle hot sauce, the gourmet truffle hot sauce. Truffle everything, man. Uh, here's I I learned about it on Instagram because of my algorithm, because my algorithm and me on Instagram are like best pals. I, I think most of the products that I buy these days are because I get advertisements on Instagram. Which at first it's like, hey, what the <clears throat> fuck, man? Like that's a huge that's a huge invasion of my privacy until you huh. realize that everything that they're trying to sell you is fucking awesome. <laughs> um so I'm scarfing that know. down. I don't know. Do I really need the uh the the underwear that separates your balls from your dick. I get that all the time. I'm kind of curious, to be honest with you. I am. So, so we get the same ads then is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get all the wish ads with the weird sex toys that you get, though. What? You mean the sex toy with my own face on it? Like the, or the blow-up doll with my own face on it? <laughs> Was that a thing? I mean, it, I mean, it will be now because I just mentioned it. Someone, <laughs> Someone's going to send that to my phone now. But then I was so I was I was about to come down here for the show and I go over I grab a cupcake. I eat the cupcake and I got a little bit of frosting on my fingers so I I walk over to my sink and I just rinse my fingers and then I walk over to put the top back on the cupcakes and I'm like, "Oh, cupcakes." <laughs> so I eat another one, go to rinse my fingers off and I walk back over and I go, "Oh, cupcakes." <laughs> It's like, a Homer, it's like such a Homer Simpson moment. <laughs> I ate like five of them in a row. They're they're in mini fairness, cupcakes. They're the, they're the size of like a quarter. Yeah, so really, you t- had like one cupcake. Yeah, they're little mini cupcakes, but still, it was. And it wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't even like intending to go back and eat more. It was just like every time I would look at that peanut butter frosting, I was like, oh my. Uh huh. Oh yeah. my. So yeah, no. Uh, other than other than that, not not too much. I don't do. I don't do much for my birthday these days. Yeah, I don't. Uh, your it was, your I gift out, is uh, out with your, the family, relaxed. Got your a little... gift is in the mail. I ordered it off Etsy, but uh, they they emailed me and said that you know it wasn't gonna be uh, 
wasn't gonna come. So this doesn't. I'm this, just. I'm just waiting on it. This doesn't you know. work anymore because I already got the death whistle. Oh yeah, but you don't know what I'm getting you now. I don't. Th- you're not actually getting me anything. It's a death. It's a death. Something else. <laughs> it's a death day. A happy one. A happy one. <laughs> yeah. No. I, All right. I don't. We've wasted enough time on your birthday, James. Uh, I think we should probably uh, probably start getting going here. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Well, uh, speaking of mistakes that my parents <laughs> made, <laughs> let's get into some corrections from last week. Beautiful. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, James. Uh, we did get some stuff wrong last week, and uh, I know that you have been chomping at the bit for this correction. Because something tells me that you have a whole bunch of shit geared up for yourself to talk uh, against what I'm about to say. But um, according to my research, you could not have been more wrong about the uh, polar ice caps melting. Well, at all. Okay. At all. all right. uh, I have National Geographic pulled up right here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read to you one of the uh, one of the paragraphs <laughs> off of National Geographic. Okay. Um, let's see here. Already, the high north is seeing unprecedented changes, including drastic ice losses on land, sea, galloping springs. Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, Mike here. Uh, so I'm going to edit this part out, and I just wanted to let you know why. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> this little argument that James and I had went on for literally 12 minutes, and believe me when I tell you, it is not a fun listen. So I'm just going to pick it back up at the end and just know that neither one of us know what the fuck we're talking about. And uh, this was kind of a pointless argument. So I'll pick it up at the end. And uh, trust me, we're all going to be happier for it. All right. Cheers. You, you uh, ne- whatever. You, ne- we're you need to just you need to just face the fact that both of us are right and both of us are wrong on this I one. I will never. I'm willing um, okay. to I'm willing to admit that I was wrong about a part of it, but I'm also going to take the win on part of it too. Nah, nah. Okay, moving on here. The uh, <laughs> the Rob Zombie record I couldn't think of was called Educated Horses. Oh, yeah. Like Mr. Ed. Yeah, kind of. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's your corrections. <laughs> I mean, who else taught him to talk if he's not educated? Oh, boy. We have fun. We do. All right. Have, uh, that's it, though. Time. So, James, uh, gonna, tell I'm us gonna about... I'm going to kill you with a block of ice, by the tell way. Tell us about this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, this week, because it's my birthday, um, we decided to watch Happy Death Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because we're doing, we're, doing sort of we're doing sort of a juxtaposition sort of thing there. Um. And happy death day to you. Well, it's not even just a juxtaposition because these movies are literally about Tree's birthday. That's true. So really, it's about... They're birthday movies. Let's be honest. Tree, tree is a cool name, too. It is. I like, it's also I a cool like, plant. I like weird names. I know. Like, well, how cool are trees, dude? <laughs> dude, I just want to climb her and like make a treehouse on top of her. In her skull. <laughs> that's, that's, a pickup, that's a pickup line. That's a pickup line. I want to. I want to. I want to climb you like a tree and make a <laughs> make a house in you. <laughs> make a tree house in your skull. If that works, if somebody can land a chick <laughs> with that line, I give up. Uh, I give up. Do it and send us video. Oh boy, I'm counting on. Uh, I don't know who's who's a single listener. Who's a single? All of them. <laughs> 
I was that that has a double meaning because who's a single listener? Who's our one single listener? We yeah, only right. have one, and I don't know if Josh Entner is single or not. Let us know, <laughs> bud. <laughs> um. Anyway, to go along with that, we are drinking from uh, a brewery I've never heard of. Actually, Short Fuse Brewing Company from Schiller Park, Illinois. This is German 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 chocolate, chocolate cake stout. Now, do you Six. like German chocolate? I do very much. German, so. co- do you like German chocolate cake? I do. Yeah. Yep. So this is this is my birthday I, I cake. Love, for I you. love ch- thanks, man. I love chocolate and I love uh, coconut. So there you all, go. I mean, is there anything things. better? It's like really the, not. It's, German chocolate cake. I feel like is it's the grown up birthday cake. You know. Well, it's like it's like, there's two grown up birthday cakes, and one of them sounds shitty but isn't and one okay. of them sounds delicious and and is and is which one's yeah. that uh, i mean carrot when you hear carrot cake you're like mm. when you were a, i mean when you were a kid you hear yeah what i mean you you made me a believer <laughs> on the carrot cake you made me a believer on the carrot cake like a year ago right carrot cake is delicious i agree um but it sounds terrible when you're a child sure or if, sure yeah, or or if you're a grown adult who doesn't like vegetables, that's true. But uh, yeah, carrot cake and and German chocolate cake, I feel like they kind of they fall into the same category as I like agree, adult adult oriented cakes. I actually know? have a new favorite adult oriented cake. You do, and that is lemon lemon frosted pound cake. <laughs> dude, I feel dude. like you're about to describe one of your sexual escapades <laughs> to me. <laughs> Seriously, you've never had like lemon, lemon like <laughs> lemon, like lemon icing on pound cake. It is, it's so good. I don't know if I have. Oh, it's it's the best. It is what's the, the best. What's the difference between pound cake and angel food? Uh one's heavier than the other. The pound, <laughs> the pound cake is heavier. I'm assuming. No, angel food is light and fluffy. Pound cake is dense as fuck. Is it dense as fuck? Dense as fuck. <laughs> That's a direct. Uh, that's a direct quote from Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> this pound cake. This pound cake is dense as fuck. Um, oh, uh, it is though. It's like it's heavy and thick and dense. Like it's okay. Let's, you know let, you're eating that cake. Let's keep running down this path then. Devil's food. Okay. Are what's the difference between devil's food and angel food? Uh, well, besides the obvious, devil's food is. I think it's just got. I don't know I where the like name devil food, comes from in like devil's, devil's food, food cake and 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 angel food cake are the same thing. No, they're they, not. No, 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 no. They're no. not. An, no, angel food cake again is super light, airy, and fluffy. Okay, no, like I know what angel. Yeah, I know what angel food cake. I like. I I love it. It's delicious. I think devil's but, food only gets its name because it's just dark. It's like <clears> dark chocolate. I think. Really? I think. Is maybe it, I'm making that up, but that might to, be true. We're gonna have to look this up. I gotta know. I don't know either. I gotta know. What if you made a devil's food cake and an angel cake, angel food cake, in the same cake and cooked it together? Would the world end? And it and it and it and, it, and you call it the. Uh... What's the what's the name of? Is, well, that'd be like the Antichrist, isn't it? Isn't that how the Antichrist gets born? Ooh. When when a demon and uh, an angel. This, this smells like chocolate. Court and have a child. <laughs> Is that how you get the Antichrist? I'm pretty sure that's how you get the Antichrist. No, I think the Antichrist is when uh, the the devil mates with a human female. Is, is that it? what it is? Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
Yeah, like the omen or fucking. So I don't uh, even want to know what would happen if the devil mated with an angel. That's just. I don't want to wrap my head around that. You get pound cake. You get pound cake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it. I'm into it. All right, let's try this, bud. All right, because it smells. Man, did you smell this? No. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm into that. So chocolatey. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, bud. Ooh, that's quite nice. Oh yeah, that's that's delicious. And mine's actually been sitting out since you brought it over. So oh it's really? So yours is like a little, a little closer to room temperature. Yeah, that's nice. Tastes yeah. like fucking. I'm into this. I can drink a whole bunch of this. Cake. It's only like six percent, I think. Mm. Six point five. Yeah, it's not not terribly heavy for a stout. Six point five. So put it in your face mouth. Right? You can put like a hundred of put these in your in face your... mouth. <laughs> Anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking nope, about. No, that's not. Uh, that's not all we're drinking, James. Oh, I really? um during during the break between the intro and the corrections, um, I I I used a, a little known skill that I have that yeah. I don't even think that you know that I have, uh, and that is the skill of uh, teleportation. Oh God! Not teleportation. What do you call it? Like when you uh, when you have Scotty beam something somewhere. Is it uh, teleportation? I don't no. know. What do I look like? A fucking nerd? <laughs> <laughs> I Scotty beamed a gift into your house, is what I'm trying to say. James. You did? Yes. Man, want you, you didn't turn, come, in, you didn't come you, into my house or I want you did to you turn around. It is fucking true. You, you didn't come turn, into my basement, did you? I want you to turn around over your right hand shoulder and look at the ground in between the table and your couch. Come on. There should be a little side table there in between the couch and a side table. I don't know what you're talking about. Go to the side of the couch and look at the ground, James. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're going to make me get up? I am making you get up. So, uh, James here is... Ooh, nice sweatpants, James. I'm liking that look. It's a good look. Got uh, full-on dad mode. Oh, he has retrieved retrieved said gift. (laughs) You gotta chug it, James. Chug, what chug, chug. So you gotta chug it all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we got here a bottle of tin cup American whiskey. It's not just tin cup. It is uh oh tin cup ten year? I didn't ten even year. know that they made ten year a baby. Ten year. Neither have I. Did so you... you I have not tried it yet. So you're uh you got first dibs on that bad boy. All right. No, tin back. cup is 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 mine, and James loves it too. It's just the best, just standard American whiskey, in my opinion. I just love it. I think it's it's delicious. I'm a Kessler so, you man. Know, you know, <laughs> only the best for my best boy. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Really wish you hadn't come into my basement. I didn't. Your wife, your wife wouldn't uh, let me. She put uh, it down there for you. <laughs> okay, that's that was a good call because it is quite trash down here right now. Ooh, remember this, when you remember when you cleaned this, your basement and you're like it's gonna stay clean, you know, like a week ago. Well, it's actually it's not terrible right now. It's just that I I was working out earlier and I've got my podcast set up and I've got my I'm in the like I was organizing all my leather shit a couple days ago. So mm-hmm. it's just it's like a fucking you know hurricane. Um, <clears throat> other than that, it's not too bad down here. Fair is enough. That a, is that a spider? <laughs> that there are some there are some <laughs> big spiders down there here. are creatures living in your basement 
Um, oh, I like the fact that it came with a, a black tin yeah. cup too. That's rad. Okay. Yes, sir. I got to get some for my uh, my tin cup shot glass collection. Give this a little testy. Mmm. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Oh my damn! That is. Is it? Is it delightful? It's really good, dude. Dude. Yeah. Okay. So I got. Um, I got to have a nip of that next time I come over. So, <clears throat> in my older age, I'm 36 now, which means no. I'm pretty old. <clears throat> Just the past like two or three years, dude. Every time I drink, like I, 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 I base my whiskey buying on how it's gonna hurt right here. Yeah. <laughs> like. Or or, the, or how how good it's going to feel from right the in your lungs, chest area. Yeah, I like like this one feels good. There's like a tingly, warming feeling sure. going all the way down. Sure. Some of them just some of them hit the back and like not, it's not even the back of your throat. Like they go down, and it's like once it hits your stomach, it shoots fire back up. Yep. And I know that's some called, pe- that's called heartburn, James. I know. I know <laughs> some people actually like that. You know, that's a terrible feeling. I'm not a big fan. No. Mm. I like it when it like it it, it it burns a little bit but then warms warms your soul. And it you what? It warms your soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is good, dude. Very good. Nice. What are you doing tomorrow? Um I'm not gonna be home tomorrow night. Besides but... Justin's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Can I you say that jokes. on here? <laughs> you got jokes. Can I say that on here? <laughs> Has, I mean, not that anyone's honestly paying attention to our conversations, but I mean, I've beaten around that bush enough that I think... <laughs> yeah, you <yeah. laughs> have. <laughs> uh-huh, that uh, yeah. you... Eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm currently dating our old co-host sister, so that's there's a thing for you. J-Rod's sister. But to be fair, to be fair, he kind of set it up, right? Um, I mean, well, his wife he, he wasn't unaware of it, put it that way. There's a lot he's unaware of now. Clearly, clearly he's not unaware of it now, James. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you but uh, yeah, you, that's, a, that's a thing that's happening. Hey, man, thanks for this. This is hey, very no good. Very, no very problem. good. So I got this from you. I got uh, a Maker's Mark, Ma- Maker's Mark 101 from uh, Johnny Boy. Okay. And... Uh, the rest of our friends are just, you know, just big bags of shit. All right, it. shall we move on now? <laughs> Do you want to move on, Mike? We should move on. Do you feel weird? Do you feel... No, not at all. But it's 40 minutes into our podcast, and we still haven't even hit the news. So, yes, there's, we should move there, on. There's no news this week. All right. Uh, that's what we're drinking. That's what I'm drinking for the rest of the night. Copious amounts. <laughs> and that's what we're so- talking... That's... Fuck <laughs> Let's try that again. James has been drinking. No, that was that was that was that, that, yeah, was, that was pure. It was pure Bruceville. Right. That's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed All right, James, uh, this is, uh, we have a first. We have a first. We have an equal amount of deaths as we do news. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's bad, good for the deaths or bad for the news, but, uh, so is it one death and one news? 50 50 shot. No, it's not. We have three deaths this week. Oh, my land. Okay. All right. Starting off here, uh, rest in peace to Yafet Kato. 
uh, 81 years old, uh, no cause of death shown. But uh, Yafikado was best known as playing Parker in Ridley Scott's original Alien, mm. one of the original crew members. Uh, he also uh, stretches genre muscle as Doc in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, okay. as well as starring with Arnold in The Running Man. You know, the the, the greatest television uh, TV show ever made. God, I wish The Running Man was real. <laughs> I would watch people fucking die every week. <laughs> as long as, like, if American Gladiators was actually, like, real and the gladiators, like, killed people, fuck, I'd be so into that. <laughs> I don't think you would be. I mean, probably not, calling, but let's be I'm honest. Calling, I'm calling bullshit. Do you actually as long as, as long as they died in really funny ways... And like, and they were all like criminals. I'd be totally into it. So what you want, what you actually want, is you want um, uh, most extreme elimination challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but but more perilous and with and with criminals. Don't get eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny if it was still giant rubber balls. <laughs> but then the water beneath was just like filled well, with that's crocs or something like You're that. You're thinking of wipeout. Well, they're the same thing. No, no, they're not. When was Aren't the last time you watched? Thing? No, when was you? When was the last time you watched MXC? Oh, it's, years ago. Like I said, they run on like actual rocks through like through the water, and then they slip and oh, fall. Oh yeah, like, it's, it's yeah, fucking... you're right. Yeah, MXC they, was like they, super they, super bare bones. That's they right. climb up a mountain and they're like throwing boulders down the mountain. <laughs> and they have to like <laughs> like get around them and stuff. Oh, it's fantastic. A ridiculous but, uh, show. Anyway, moving on here. Uh, rest in peace also this week to Charles R. Meeker. I actually believe he passed away two weeks ago, and I might have missed a week. But uh, he was uh, the producer of Near Dark and The Hitcher, uh, oh. as well as uh, producer of the remake of The Hitcher with uh, Sean Bean. That came out in 2007, I think. But... Um, yeah, no, uh, I didn't. I didn't actually see a cause of death for him as well, and there was no age listed. Um, I didn't dig too too deep into his, but uh, but uh, rest in peace to Charles R. Meeker. Regardless, I mean, he I'm guessing did... if he was a well established producer in the '80s, that he was probably you know at least relatively old. Relatively, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was no no thirty year old or anything like that. That's for sure. Yeah. But um, Near Dark is regarded as one of the best vampire movies ever made. I have never seen Near Dark. Yeah, me neither. That's why I say other people <laughs> regard it as one of the best vampire movies ever made. I have I've been, seen. I I've have been seen. meaning to see it forever. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually Bill have Paxson. it in. Would... Yeah, I actually have it in our our mystery box of picking stuff, but then we stopped using it. Mm. So we're going to be putting it off even so longer. So just toss it in there. I have seen we The should. Golden Child, however, which he also produced. He did, the Eddie Murphy movie? Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, so he had a small run as a producer, but damn it, he made them all count. <laughs> um, okay, and then finally capping off the deaths this week is uh, Ronald DeFeo Jr. Oh, boy. Oh, DeFeo. Oh, boy. 69 years old. I, 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 I. <laughs> he died in prison. <laughs> I, I, I. Um, <laughs> Fuck DeFeo. Uh, DeFeo was the guy that murdered his entire family in a small Amityville home, which prompted all of the stories, you know, haunting of the Lutz family and everybody else that came after it uh, in the famous Amityville horror franchise. 
Hmm, I'm not familiar. Uh, yeah, well, you know, maybe we'll do a retrospective one day. But uh, yeah, DeFeo was that asshole that killed his brothers and sisters with a shotgun and his oh, parents boy. and all that and claimed the house, told him to murder his family and all that stuff. Um, I mean, a, a fascinating story, but... it You know what it really is? Um, here, here's how I feel about that, where yes, it's it's all sad and all that, that people died, right? Yeah. And, and, and given that enough time has passed to where... It's more of a f- cultural phenomenon at this point, like yeah. what happened afterwards. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd venture to say that m- <clears throat> most people, especially people outside, like people who aren't, you know, avid horror fans, don't even know that the Amityville horror is based off of real murders. Uh, true. You know I, d- I, mean? I feel like this, though. I feel like DeFeo is one of those guys that <clears throat> constantly reminds us normal folk to appreciate what and who you have, right? So I feel like uh, I feel like even though he's like a bad spice, he's still like a spice in life a little spice. bit. Like because it's like it's like that whole without the good or without the bad, you can't have the good kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's and it's it's interesting. Like people like him, as awful as it is, and I'm not trying to like sugarcoat what he did. Yeah, but people like him are the reason that we've watched Netflix documentaries on serial killers and find them absolutely fascinating, right? Yeah. There's there's something about the psychology of these people that I feel like enriches the human experience a little bit for us normal people. I I know that sounds crazy and weird, and hopefully I'm not coming off weird by saying no, that. No, like I get what you're saying. I mean, I, like you're not sound. I don't think that you're. I don't think it's offensive to say at all because I don't know a single person who's not fascinated by true true crime stories. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Because it's just like. When you, when you are normal, at least you feel feel normal. Like in your in your brain, you go, "I'm a normal person." Sure. And you get a glimpse into the into the inner workings of these type of people. It's just it's absolutely fascinating. And like you said, it's like a it's like a it's like a a reminder to kind of appreciate in your in a way your own sanity. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You know? Like, so man, I will say I'm, this. If, man, I'm glad that I don't think that my dog is telling me to kill people. <laughs> if, if he was legitimately, like, if he legitimately has mental issues, right, and it's yeah. not something that he can help, or if the house really was haunted and forced him into doing it, I say rest in peace. If all that's a lie, rest in shit. Yeah. How about that? That's yeah. all. That's what I'll say. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of our bread and butter, too, though, because it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's a thing that you'll never know. Because oh, you and I, 100%. I know that you and I both believe in uh, the supernatural. We both believe in oh, in demon, demon possession and stuff like that. Well, so, I want or, to or believe po- in all or, that. Or, or, or possession, whether you believe it's demons or not, but possession, like some sort of uh, energy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, can, I don't know what I don't know how I would manifest what I believe in. How would how you would classify it? Yeah, because definitely not like on a religious level. But then again, I love the idea of angels and demons. Yeah. Yet I don't believe really much in heaven or hell. So I right. don't really know how that works. Right. <laughs> but um, okay. Moving on to the actual news here. I'm going to breeze through this. There's not much this week. Um, that being said, uh, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Richard Stanley stuff a little bit. Okay. Um, you and I had a discussion earlier this week right. uh, because I wanted to have a conversation on the show about about how, how you how you deal with 
an artist's work after it comes out that that artist is a complete shitbag, right? Yeah. Um, that being said, being that this whole Richard Stanley thing is so fresh, we kind of wanted to let it breathe for at least a week because yeah. stuff's kind of stuff is coming out and it has been for the last couple of days. And I kind of wanted more of a complete picture before we really started digging into this. But I think next week we might actually have, you know, outside yeah. of us just being dumb and drinking, we might actually have like an intelligent conversation about what well, stuff like this means. We'll still well, be drinking. Intelligent we'll, for us. <laughs> we'll still be drinking. We'll still be dumb. But um, yeah, I think it's and and to to kind of clarify something that you said as far as like letting things breathe, I think a lot of people. When this type of stuff comes out, especially when it comes to uh, abuse and stuff like sure. that, a lot of people hear somebody else say, "Well, let's let's simmer down. Like, let's let's you know, let's really find out what's going on here." That is not us saying, you know, like it, it's it's not us. It's not us trying to say like, you know, is this give chick, him a chance is to this, respond. Is this chick telling the truth? Like, what if she's yeah. lying? Yeah, like that's not it. It's it's. It seems like there's multiple levels to this story, and and it's, and it's not like a recent thing. This has gone back a long right. time too. And I personally, I try not to. And this is not a jab at you because you made the you made the Instagram post, and I know I was that heated. What do you want? From I know me? you were very upset when you when you because you had just reread the like open letter that Scarlett Amherst had, yeah. had, had written, which it is. It's very upsetting. It's very harrowing. I try as hard as I can to not let my emotions dictate how I feel about particular situations. And well, it's really, it's really hard because if, if I let my emotions dictate how I felt about this Richard Stanley situation, my emotions are saying somebody find this motherfucker and th- like throw him off one of those cliffs that he loves to stand on and, and yeah, take pictures yeah. of with his walking stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's oh, my, my emotional my walking, side. My, my walking stick. <laughs> my walking stick. But my more rational side is saying, well, let's slow down here. Scarlet Amorous is now, like the most important thing to me is Scarlet Amorous is now uh, seemingly in a safe spot. She's in a safe situation. At least she feels. At least she feels. She's in a safe spot. She's in a situation where she feels like she can now open up about this. Yep. And that's if, if and, too, if, and and it's important for us to kind of take the time to let her say everything she needs to say. It's important for us exactly. to take time to see if anybody else comes forward and see mm-hmm. what they have to say. And I do think it's important to. And and he did put out a statement. Oh, Richard Stanley did. I have he not did. seen that. Yeah, you didn't see it yet. I did Maybe not. Maybe we see should that. look it up and like talk yeah. about it. Right see, the, and this is exactly why I didn't want to talk about it because and things are still coming out, and we're missing things, and all that. I stuff. I think it's important to even hear his statement. Well, sure, just, it is just because just because you know, like my inclination is obviously to believe her because some of the the details of her story are so specific. It's like who could possibly make this? Kind There's of stuff here's. Up? But like it's, for, it's important real, to hear what he has to say too because a lot of what he has to say could be somewhat incriminating, you know. Oh what I sure. Mean? Oh sure. Um and and I get the sense that a lot of people heard what he had to say and they just go 
that was just like a fucking bullshit answer. For and, those and, that have no idea what we're talking about, too, maybe you haven't heard the news. Oh yeah, yeah. Richard <laughs> Richard Stanley, um, his uh, his ex writing partner and ex romantic partner, uh, Sh- uh, Charlotte Scarlet Scarlet Amaris Scarlet Scarlet Amaris. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, or Amaris, uh, something yeah. like that. Um, she put out an open letter on a personal blog that uh, she came forward with, uh, with <laughs> years of. Uh, of abuse, suffering from physical, the hands of Richard Stanley, abuse, and and like not just awful physical and abuse, not just, and I don't mean this to say that this is like acceptable or anything, but it wasn't just oh he hit me once, right, or it wasn't right. just oh he pushed me around right. a couple of times. That's bad in its own right, but the detailed accounts of what uh, she came out with about him literally beating her head into a tile floor over and over, yeah. giving her concussions, breaking bones. Right. Uh, it, like like thro- the, the, throttle, throttle marks around her throat. The, like the, the list of incriminating things that she puts forward on this are staggering. And yeah. it's one of those weird things where we love Richard. We loved Richard Stanley for his oddball sensibilities and his weird auteurist. You know, like he was a weird guy, right? I blah, mean, blah, you, blah. you watch that documentary about the making of. Well, yeah. Island now this Dr. whole Moreau idea that he like, lost. Oh my god! His... Look at how look at how eccentric and cool yeah, and crazy. And now this guy is. you hear about oh he lost his mind and went and lived in the fucking forest. Yeah, of course this is the dude that will fucking not control himself. Like yeah. it it it's it's this really weird like come to Jesus moment almost where everything kind of goes, Oh God, we loved him for this, but really these were all the signs of a fucking psychopath. Um, and it's just, it's just just disgusting. I haven't heard his, uh, I haven't heard his response obviously, but, um, yeah, like I said, I felt like we had to bring it up. I want to talk about this more next week for sure. Um, but you know, we were such big fans of his and we talked so highly of him. You know, well, that was, like, like it was exciting because he was staging yeah. this big comeback after this, like yep. this crazy hiatus that he took, and his old movies are are highly regarded in the in the community. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, like I said, he was just such a weird, eccentric guy. Like everybody kind of everybody kind of loved his personality because he was so bizarre. Sure, and. Like color and out of space came out, and we're just like, oh my god, is this who, the new? Which, is um, this the new direction? <laughs> which Scarlett Amaris also co-wrote, right? Right. Color out of space, and 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 uh, and some other movies he worked on. Like right. it's 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 insane. And you um, and you saw it, and you're and it was just like you know this visual cacophony of colors and sounds and stuff, and you're just like, oh my god, this is gonna because they're supposed to make a trilogy out of the sure, new, sure, these sure. movies, and now it's now it's just like ah shit, <laughs> you know, like. Like yeah, it and I'm not I'm not saying ah shit like we don't get to see these movies now. I'm saying like ah shit like this sucks that this person that you looked up to and you thought was making a comeback yeah. and you really like hope the best we, for is turns this out person that you were a cheerleader like for an absolute asshole. You know yeah yeah this person that you were like a cheerleader for that you right. wanted to see succeed that was like like you said this is a great comeback story yet the entire time he was like controlling this narrative and suppressing this horrific awful side of his personal life right you know um and just sucks but like i said we'll get more into that next week but i'd be remiss if we didn't bring that up at least this week to mention it yeah Um, bottom line is i'm glad that uh 
you know, I'm glad that she feels safe now. That glad that she's in a situation where she feels like she can speak out about it, and, and yeah. you know, let's take it yep. from there. Um, okay, uh, let's hear. 1984 Publishing is expanding on a couple of its titles coming this September. Uh, two books that uh, one of them um, I had heard of that I've wanted to get my hands on for a long time. Another one, this is actually fresh to me, but both are exciting. Um, Ad nauseum. Do you remember talking about this book before? This is a book that collected all of the in-print ads for yes. like sci-fi, horror, yeah, and other I genre remember. movies. Yeah. So they are expanding their original book. There's two volumes already, one and two. The first one was all 80s movies. The second one focused on 90s and 2000s movies. Yep. Um, they're revamping the original book, though, to now not only just be 80s, but they're adding an additional 100 pages of all 70s movies. Cool. So you're, now you're getting four different decades worth of in-print advertisements for movies. That's and right. this might not be for everybody, but being being a, a, a sucker for anything like design and whatnot, like I, I love design, I love <coughs> advertisements, I love all that kind of stuff. This is really cool for me, and I've been wanting to get my hands on these books for a while. Like See, I said, I, I'm actually happy that I didn't because now I can get the new one. I feel like this is uh, these books are something that's really up uh, the alley of somebody like me who I don't collect physical media as uh, you know it to the extent that you do because I'm looking at I don't know what you're talking <laughs> I'm, what I'm, I'm looking at the backdrop behind you and I, that's I'm, just a I, green screen that's hold just on a I green screen one uh... two three four you have at least sixteen DVDs behind you. <laughs> At least an incredible amount of DVDs, <laughs> and but like for me, I love I I spent hours of my childhood walking around the the video store, sure, looking oh, yeah. at looking at cover art. Um, it's a book so, version of Blockbuster. So like, yeah, so this this book to me, like that's the type of thing that I'm into. The the visual, I think that's cool for people like me who don't want to collect. 16 dvds and it's not like i can people, get a book where it's got the 16 covers yeah and it's not like this, people don't already have enough stuff on their coffee table right your coffee table is probably empty you need more shit to put on it people don't right? even have coffee tables anymore um <laughs> uh in addition to, to, to the new uh, ad nauseum though they're also releasing an expanded version of blood on black wax oh. which is uh it chronicles all the best and at times rarest soundtracks to ever be put on wax which is really cool for me. I, I collect soundtracks. Um, so that's actually really cool for me because I'm going to be able to learn more about, you know, <laughs> stuff that I want to spend hundreds of dollars on. Um, but yeah, if you're into that kind of stuff, though, if you're into like collecting and you're into just, you know, the genre that we love, but in different facets, these two yeah. books are are, uh, are kind of part of that and, you know, the design stuff and all that stuff. But uh, I yeah, thought that was sure. cool. I thought that was something that was worth mentioning. Yeah, really um, cool. Those are going to be out in September, though. They're both around 40 bucks a piece for hardcovers i believe uh, i think you can pre-order them on uh, amazon and other places so pretty cool uh, let's see here uh james what's new on blue nerfing oh you're not nothing really <laughs> no literally there's one there's one blu-ray from uh like five days ago that came out four days ago so it's already there out you go. all right do you need to know about it no because you yeah. already own it yeah okay fair enough yeah uh, let's get into some uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre news, James. Oh, okay. I know you're into that. So Fede Alvarez is directing the new uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. We already knew that, right? 
and we're all very excited about it. Yeah. Um, and he let loose some details about it. Um, this is, in fact, going to be a direct sequel to Toby Hooper's original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think we already knew that. Yeah. However, um, as he quotes, though, it's a direct sequel, and it's the same character. This is Old Man Leatherface. Oh, man. This is what excites me about it. In That's... Texas Chainsaw, we got a glimpse of what that could be. Right. Only that movie kind of shit the bed. Yeah. Fede Alvarez goes on to saying, everything is classic old school gags. A lot of the approach that we had with the evil dead, evil dead, by evil never, dag. evil dead, by hey, never you like, using, you, you like eggs? <laughs> by never using VFX to, uh, and doing everything in camera. It's a very old school approach to filmmaking, uh, vintage lenses. It's a very similar look to the original film. I'm very excited about this. I'm super stoked. It's gonna be brutal. It's go. It's go. Yes, it's gonna be brutal. I mean, if you Evil think Dead of Fede Alvarez was fucking Evil brutal. Dead, yeah, brutal. Yeah. So this is gonna be, yeah, it's yeah, gonna I'm be intense. Beyond fucking excited about it. Plus, uh, the, old man, yeah, just, old man Leatherface. Yeah, the idea uh, of old man Leatherface, like it's it's such an interesting concept, like how he would develop over the years. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yeah, very yeah, cool. It, it's I'm also excited. featuring the character, you know, the character Marilyn from the original movie. Yeah. Her character also returns in this movie Oh, as like, and I'm assuming an older lady at this point too, but cool. she definitely returns. Uh, and so that's pretty cool. They did a, they did an ode to her in, was it the remake where she was on the gurney at the end of the movie? The actual actress. Yeah, it was, uh, no, which, it which Texas remake, Chainsaw it was, was that? Um, all the all the later ones blend together for me because they're so shitty. <laughs> was it? It was Leatherface, I think. The Leatherface, yeah. Okay, I, I think, think you're so. probably right. I'm gonna go with yeah. you on that one. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's your news, James. Right on, right on. Well, uh, we're gonna take a little break. I'm gonna take seven shots of tin cup tenure. I'm into that. Uh, no, I'll do three point nine shot. Three point. <laughs> I'm gonna... I can't even do math. I'll do three point six shots. It's it's one o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna ride my bike down to your house and do one with you. Oh. Are you actually going to? No, I'm not going to. Oh, I mean, you can if you want to. <laughs> we'll we'll see when we break. We'll you'll see. find you'll find out in a few minutes here. <laughs> you'll know depending on how much we're slurring when we come back, <laughs> whether Mike rode his bike down here or not. And when we get back, we'll talk about uh, Happy Death Day, sir, and Happy Death Day to you. See you then. Gotcha. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, James. All right, how was that? Mike. Uh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch over here. Son of a bitch. Um, so how was uh, how was those seven shots of uh, of tank up you're gonna do? They were there were seven of them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's, a, that's all you can say. Yeah, that's all my brain will process right now. <laughs> you you lost uh, track of the taste after the first one. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You Wh- might. I'm good. Whiskey is good, and uh, and uh, and 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 birthdays are whiskey. 
Uh, speaking of fucked up things, uh, happy death day, James. Happy death um, day, Mike. So we were supposed to do this show, what, three weeks ago when it wasn't your birthday? Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of bummed that we didn't do it maybe sooner. Maybe we were drinking back then. You would think. You would think. Uh, I'm bummed that we didn't do it sooner because these movies are fucking national treasures, mm. in my opinion. Delightful. I knew I was going to like them. I didn't know how much I was going to I mean, like you them. You had seen the first one, yeah? I had seen the first one, yeah. Okay, I okay. saw the first one. I saw the first one uh, back when uh, Movie Pass was around, and I was going to the oh, theater. That's right. Three or four times a week yeah. by myself to, <laughs> to watch movies. Yeah. The greatest time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have a fucking girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Happy Death Day uh, is a. Uh, from 2017. Uh, it's directed by Christopher Landon, who did the recently released Freaky with uh, Vince Vaughn, right? Vince Freaky. Vaughn's in that? Oh, that Freaky. makes a lot of sense. What? I don't Because when I watched the trailer for Freaky, and then I, you know, like I was watching these movies, the... Oh, you thought it was familiar? Well, the vibe, the, you know? Like vibe, he's, got, yeah. he's got a specific vibe about mm-hmm. him. He also directed Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, yep. which I didn't know he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and he directed uh, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, as well as writing Paranormal Activity 2 through 4. So uh, he's busy, got, guy's got a bit of a pedigree. Just a busy little guy. A little bit. He's, uh, also, his, he's uh, writing... a, also, he's not a little guy. He's quite a large guy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he, looked, no, he, just, he looks like he's really tall. <laughs> I'm looking at his IMDb right now. He just looks like a tall dude. I mean, some some people are tall dudes. Some people are tall dudes. That's, that's some a people very are not like me. Statement. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so here, uh, a college student must relive a day of her murder, the day of her murder, over and go. over again in a loop that will only end when she discovers her killer's identity. All right. If that sounds familiar. This movie is essentially Groundhog's Day, <laughs> the genre version of Groundhog's Day. The fact and it's fucking amazing. The fact that they actually make a Groundhog's Day reference <laughs> in the movie was yep. so just on the nose. Yeah, it's just perfect. Yep. Um, it's like they know what they're doing and they're not afraid <laughs> to tell you what they're doing because you're along for the ride with them. Like it's it it's amazing. I was thinking about this yesterday uh in between these two movies because i watched both these movies back to back which by the way is the way to watch these movies i agree watch them back to back it should be one movie well yeah it'd be a lot or really long Zack snyder had his way about it it would be (laughs) one four and a half hour long movie (laughs) um uh and it would star fucking leonardo dicaprio Leo yeah. seems like he's in those really long movies, you know? Under the mask, though. You wouldn't actually see his face. He would, <laughs> he would just be the killer the entire time. <laughs> um, but I was I was thinking about this yesterday in between watching these two movies. I was doing a couple things. Um, we had discussed a long time ago on this show, like, what our... Fi- or maybe it, it might have even been, like, a poll on Do You Love Horror? Like, what's your favorite uh, subgenre? Of movies, right? Uh-huh. Subgenre of of horror. I love horror movies, and I'm I'm not. This is a definitive statement. I'm putting this I hope, on the I record. I hope that you love horror movies. I love horror movies that deal with uh, time travel and especially time loops. Sure. Like, triangle, like this movie, Triangle. Uh, um, if we're correct about it, Blair Witch, the new one. Yep. Like I know it's a pretty limited subgenre but it's a subgenre that really really gets my goat 
I feel like there's just so much interesting things that you can do with <laughs> it for being for being like the same thing over and over. It's like it's kind of like why I like um, movies that are shot in one location, mm-hmm. right? Because it's oh, the yeah. same thing over and over. You get familiar with the locations and everything else. And you and have then to, to be super creative to like do something with it. Yeah, know? exactly. And this movie, it's literally, it's not even the same like location or the same whatever. It's the same sequence, what, five times before <laughs> you actually start getting into like the meat and potatoes of what's going on. Right. And, and they do such a good job. Christopher Landon does such a good job of making you interested and building the story as it goes that it never gets boring. In right. fact, the characters just enrich more and more every single time she dies and then wakes back up in uh, the dude's dorm room um, so that we can start using names so that people know who we're talking about. Let's go through a little <clears throat> cast of characters here. Um, you have uh, Jessica Roth, who plays Tree, who is the... What are you doing that is so loud in my microphone? <laughs> so loud? Is that loud? I was, I was So touch- loud. I'm touching my screen so that I'm not clicking my mouse because I thought it would be... Oh, I'm dragging my hand across the back yeah, of the screen. Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs> micro... Yeah. <Whoops>. yeah. <laughs> it's so loud. Yeah, sorry. Nobody else can hear it, but I'm annoyed. <laughs> um, Jessica Roth, who plays Tree. Uh, Tree is your main character. She is the... Uh, I would say the final girl. But she dies more than any other person in all of these movies. The final girl. You can't... The f- Ooh, final girl. I, I like that. Um, and so then you also have Carter, played by Israel Broussard. Uh, Carter is the dude who owns the dorm room that she wakes up in every single time she dies. I think the school reliving probably that day. owns the dorm room. Uh, he, maybe he's got rich parents. Who knows? Um, Lori who is Tree's roommate in her sorority house. Uh, she's kind of a betch in this movie. A little bit. Um, no, Lori's actually pretty sweet. Um, You're thinking of Danielle. No, no, I'm thinking of Lori because well, I, know, Lori... I, I, cause I know how her character ends. Well, okay, all right. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, huge there, w- there will be all of the spoilers. So if you haven't seen these movies... Uh, they're very cool. They're very fun. Please go watch them before yep. you listen to us talk about them. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Fine. Spoiler. Lori is, in the first movie, Lori is the very fake nice roommate that you come to find unsavory things about at the end. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't give anything so away. So it turns out um, she is kind of a batch. Danielle is like the sorority house leader. I don't know if there's a she's, name for that. but She's a total batch from the very total, beginning. Total batch. Total batch. Uh, and then you have uh, Ryan, who is... And these all these characters are very important, by the way. Batch. So I'm going to go through them slow. <laughs> Ryan, who is Carter's roommate. So Ryan, the entire movie, every time Tree wakes back up in the apartment, Ryan is the guy that comes down the hall asking if, uh, what does he say? Did you? Did you hit that fine vagina? <laughs> Did you hit that fine vagina? Words, another tattoo that somebody should have. <laughs> I was, was going to say, which, which might be the closest thing to Shakespeare that I've heard in the 21st century. <laughs> Uh, he plays an important part in this uh, overall story, even though this movie, not so much. Mm-hmm. But he's the uh, the roommate that just keeps trying to come back in because he couldn't sleep in his own bed and his roommate kicked him out to sleep in his car so that he could have the place with a uh, tree that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Gregory Butler, who is Tree's 
science teacher, like for lack of a better way of saying it. I don't know what exact course that is, but it was biology. Biology, okay, so biology sort of, teacher, yeah. and then his wife Stephanie. Yeah, that's the important cast of characters in this movie. Right. Well, unless okay. you unless you want to mention uh, Tombs too, but I mean, technically he's not important. Well, he's he's probably the, the pr- most important the character, dean. but <laughs> but at the same time, you know, not go about the dean, find, right? No, Tombs, the 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 killer. Oh yeah, Tombs. Duh, no, I completely t- forgot Tombs, about him. Bro. Yeah, so Tombs is a serial killer who is in the hospital at the end of the movie, and he definitely has a part to play in all this as well. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as we're gonna give stuff away, I don't want to give everything away because where's the fun on that? Everything. Are you okay? I'm, di- I'm dying. Yes, we're <laughs> good. We're good. We're good. I'm watching a video of Mike suddenly clutching his <laughs> chest. <laughs> Pretty good. We're concerned. okay. God. Just, just, just the beer, just All the right. beer going down weird. Okay, um, okay, James, uh, why this movie? Why this? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a, that's quite a question. <laughs> like, in what sense? Like, I don't know. I want you. Like, I want you to take us existentially. Off. Why this movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, why this movie? Well, we picked it because it's my birthday and because it's Happy Death Day. You know, there's a correlation parallel between the two but uh mostly we just wanted to watch some fun movies why what kind of a fucking question is that why this movie it's a stupid question is what it is <laughs> it's a stupid question let me let me rephrase let me rephrase. what did i like about this movie is that why is this movie so good there How we that? go how's, how's that for a question you didn't finish the question yeah <laughs> Um, well, like I said, uh, like I said, the concept of being stuck in a time loop to me is super intriguing. Mm -hmm. I love the idea that you can basically try every different combination of actions to, to, to get yourself to the, to get yourself to a point where who knows if you're actually going to get out of the time loop or not. But I loved in this movie, once she kind of stopped freaking out. And then she realized, well, I can literally do whatever ever I want. And then she got sure. really confident with herself. She also got real naked at one point. She also got really naked at Which one point. Which she did for real. <sighs> Apparently. They shot that on a real college campus. And she insisted on actually doing it in the buff for real. Because she wanted the exhilaration of actually doing it. That feels, to me, inappropriate. It feels like the greatest day of college if I'm going to that school. I just think that you're kind of a pig. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> oink, oink, motherfucker. Oink, oink, motherfucker. <laughs> no, not not to be crass or anything, because I know that we're not the... Um, we're not crass, come on. I know that we're not the Howie Stern show or anything like that, but I, 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 I did find her physically appealing. <laughs> <clears throat> Shall we? <clears throat> <clears throat> physically physically appealing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's uh she's just an absolute babe, which is really cool. Um and also I love her name. Tree is a cool uh, short name. For Teresa, yeah. You think it's tree is you think it's short it's, for Teresa? Yeah, it's Teresa. They 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 say it's Teresa. Is Do her, they really? Her name. Who says yep. it? Um, I don't know if it was in the movie, but I was reading about it that that is short for Teresa. Oh, that makes it less so. cool for some reason. 
I just like the idea of somebody named Tree. <laughs> it's like it's just a weird, off, off, off kilter sort of name. I, I mean, like maybe it. it'll grow on you. <laughs> Come on, oh, I got jokes. Boy. Would it would it be wrong to say that I pine for her? Yes. Yeah, it would be. Bro. Yeah, because you're married, James. That was a solid you fucking, Who's the pig now? <laughs> you're an asshole. Okay. Uh, um, here's you want to see something something I loved about this movie. I love that the opening crawl from the for the studio, right? Mm-hmm. Already starts playing into the theme of the movie. Oh I yeah, love when, I love when that happens because it it really sets you up <laughs> for what you're about to watch. Right. Um, like it did. Like so the, it's the, for the, this, it's the universal. It was the universal logo, and then it would stop and restart, and then it would get to the same spot, and it would stop and restart, mm-hmm. and it did like three or four times until it finally finished. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it just really it plays with you and your expectations of what's supposed to be happening, and kind of it makes you excited for oh, okay, this is you know we everyone knows that it's a time loop movie, but it kind of gets you in the mood to watch it as it's going. Right. The the second movie did the exact same thing with the universal logo, only instead of it repeating. It basically created three different split screens for three different versions of the Universal logo, which, or, or, or timing was off. Which did it? Did it actually? Did the second movie split off into three different universes? It was all about two? it was all about different parallel universes. Yeah, it was like a multiverse sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, so um, the Universal logo is going through like a multiverse of uh, of movement. Yeah, but uh, so so basically, what happens is is Tree wakes up in in this dude's room. Carter seems like a mm-hmm. nice guy. Uh, and 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 she does the walk of shame, you know. Oh yeah, pretty pretty standard. Um, and it's just it's just all getting to know her character. Who in the beginning of the movie she's like kind of a total, she's a bitch. She's, she's a, a mega she's bitch. A, she's a tunnel batch. Yeah. Um, and dare all, I say, dare I say, an unt. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Really saucy. I guess we are the Howie Stern show after all. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, she's an absolute. <laughs> um, but uh, and and so are all of her. Uh, so are all of her sisters who we who we meet the uh, sorority oh, yeah. sisters. No, oh yeah. <laughs> this is so. I I guess it's it's pretty important to set up exactly the the sequence, and it won't take too much time. Basically, like she she wakes up, she meets Carter. Uh, it turns out he brought her back to her dorm room because she was super wasted at a party the night before. Yep. Um, Ryan comes in and says, did you hit that fine vagina? <laughs> she walks out. She encounters like several different people outside and like several different noticeable things that happen. Like a sprinkler goes off, a car alarm goes off, uh, guy a faints. frat guy uh, who's being hazed faints. And so, and then she runs into this guy who she's like talking to romantically, you know. Um, so this sequence of events all takes place. She gets back to the house. Everything seems normal. She's supposed to go to a party that night, and then she ends up meeting Babyface, the singer. He sings her a a, a really quick ballad. <laughs> Whatever happened to Babyface? God, I, don't I haven't know. thought about him in a long time. I don't know. He's just living his life, murdering, <laughs> regretting the fact that he chose <laughs> the name Babyface. Um, so she, so she uh, dies. 
this this movie like there were parts of this movie that actually reminded me a lot of just like in the in the feel the the like the tone the overall sort of uh like the setup of the scenes reminded me of scream a lot it almost well, it's it almost felt like a it almost felt like sort of a an homage to scream in certain ways it's interesting that you say that because the same guy that designed the scream mask designed babyface mask oh really same guy yeah i didn't know that I would I say that, that one was one was definitely way more uh, effective than the other. I will say that yeah. maybe your face mask uh, to me leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> that being said, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be kind of funny, so yeah. I understand what they were going for. Yeah, um, yeah, same dude did both, uh, which uh, you know, I, I can almost see this being a Kevin Williamson movie too. It's very similar in like that balance of comedy and horror kind yeah. of together. Yeah, um, which is a big departure from even the second movie and 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 we'll we'll talk about the plot when we get to the second movie but um yeah it was uh it definitely had that feel to it though you know mm-hmm. and, and not just in the mask obviously but like just in the feel of the movie like it, you're right it, it did feel like scream at times it felt like, like it was uh, like scream and this movie i think like you said it there was a good balance of they mixed in a lot of humor into almost every scene but when it came time for the like the tension and the and the the uh, the horror, it, it yep. dialed it in pretty well. Like that first scene where she's walking through the the tunnel and she comes up on the music box and then she turns around, she she sees the dude in mm-hmm. the baby face. Like that was all pretty tense. It oh was, yeah, absolutely. It was pretty effective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets murdered that first night, but then immediately wakes back up in in Carter's room. And the sequence repeats. Yep. So she basically spends the rest of the movie trying to figure out why she's stuck on... Oh, dude. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> was what? it March 18th? Yes. And she was trying to get to March 19th? Yes. It's Groundhog's Day, <laughs> it's, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's my birthday, it's dude. Birthday. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the day. I didn't... I watched both of these movies back to back and she's stuck in March 19, March 18th and March 19th the entire time and I never even realized it been, that it's literally my birthday. It would have been so much better had you like tried to watch the movie and then you had to put it down so you restart it then you tried to watch it again and then you couldn't finish it so you restarted it. <laughs> It would have been so much better. Oh my you didn't God. even know that. Oh I could. God, I didn't like. They said it. They said it like a hundred times in both movies, and it didn't yeah. even. It didn't even click with me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing we put this episode off a couple weeks, right? Wow. Yeah. It makes way more sense. Uh-huh. Um, I like the fact too they they misdirect you a lot in trying to think. Like this movie's sort of like a. I don't want to say clue, but it, it's almost like a whodunit in the sense of where you have this big cast of characters, yeah. and it could literally be anyone. Like you know for a fact you're introduced to the character, you just don't know who it is, right? Right. And one of the big misdirects was this Asian girl sitting on the steps outside of the house. Mm-hmm. She sees her every morning, and it's always like a she. The, the Asian girl is super happy to see her, and she waves to her to say good morning, and Tree just pushes her off every morning, like like just shoves her to the side doesn't want anything to do with her eh, eh, hi like is a complete bitch to her i thought for sure because they didn't really give that girl much more of a backstory at first but but still focused on her i thought for sure she was going to be 
the killer at first. That's funny. Like when, that, I, when I when I first saw it. That's funny. That never qu- crossed my mind at oh, all. Oh, really? No, not no. She once. was there for like everything. She saw it repeating every single day. She watched her well, come so in. So did everybody every else, though. So did Danielle. So did Lori. Sure, but the she way was like the one static person, I guess, though, who was always in the exact same place. That and you don't know anything else about her, though. Like, they'd be a very easy person to fill in a backstory for, like, later yeah. without having to explain too much, right? Yeah. Um, I, uh, and that's who I absolutely 100% thought it was at first. Uh, I never believed that it was the murderer that was up in the room. That'd be too easy. That'd be way too easy. I... Uh, that being said, I was a little bit pissy when this movie ended. Especially the first time I saw it, because I was like, <clears throat> what do you, why was she in a time loop? They don't explain what this even means, other than uh, there's this whole side story of her losing her mother and like all this other stuff. And, you know, like there's, I don't know. I, I thought that it was interesting that they, that they played with the mother thing, but didn't really lean into it that much. Now, and I have no idea whether or not they knew a sequel was going to happen. Maybe that was just a, a risky move on their part. But I, I felt like there was not a whole lot of but at the same like, backstory as to why things happened in this well, movie. Well, look at look at the movie Groundhog's Day though. There's never really any explanation for well, granted I haven't seen it in probably five years or so, but there's no explanation as to why he's no. in the time loop. Like he basically is in the time loop to um change his life. Like it's it's an it's an opportunity for him to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what, that's kind of the purpose of the time loop in this movie. So you can look at this movie as basically like a, like a, a retelling of, of Groundhog's Day, just, you know, with a killer and sure hot babes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that what Groundhog's Day is anyway? Yeah. So there's not, there's yeah. not really any explanation. <laughs> there's not really any explanation needed, you know? <laughs> I yeah I you know what I mean like I don't yeah do you... no I do I do I I was hoping for I will say this I was hoping for something a little bit more at the end I thought that the motivation behind her murder was a little bit lame I I, I, I kind of felt there should have been more to it and again they explain uh, more in the second movie I guess but that being but, I don't know but that being the, said but in the second it, it was movie, a little the, bit of a letdown but in the second movie the motivation that exactly particular motivation was not there. I don't yeah. think it was I because at first when when she first starts to disclose the the identity of the murderer she thinks it's purely just based on like a few surface level things like oh mm-hmm. I was mean to you I was kind of a dick to you stuff like that but it turns out it's it's really more about um I why are we trying to dance around this let's just talk about it yeah it's really know. it's really more about Gregory sure and you know We've seen we've seen not only movies, but we've seen real life instances where uh, uh, a jealous lover can turn into a complete homicidal maniac because of because of the person that they're in love with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cliche, actually, in, in that in that way of thinking about it. It's it's kind of like the same old story, but this is it's shown and used in a completely different way. Right. Right. I I actually I liked it. I I thought that when 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 she finally uh when she finally confronts Tombs and you think the whole thing is over, mm-hmm. I was I was completely blown away by 
the fact that it started over again. I was like, yeah. what, the, well, what the fuck is going it's on like, here we're, now? We're like, approaching the end of the movie. This was supposed to be the climax. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and when she finally figures it out, I, re- I really like that part. She's like, because she said, no, I already ate. Because it, it gets to the point where she's she's interacting with the people in the repeat universe as if they already know what's going on. Like she says to Lori, she's like, no, I already ate that yesterday. Yeah. Obviously, when she says that to Lori, Lori would have no idea what she's talking about because she's not repeating the same day over and over. Exactly. But, and then and then that's how she kind of solves the problem. She says, no, I already ate that yesterday. And then she goes, wait a second, I ate that. That's the last thing I did. And then mm-hmm. I fell asleep. I must have died in my sleep. Like, it was mm-hmm. it was kind of a cool way to have her figure out the the whole the whole idea behind the murder. I wanted to, I wanted more out of the killer too. I thought the babyface killer the entire time was not lame, but there was no motivation whatsoever. I feel like even though they were trying to bury the lead a little bit, right? And and do this whole time warp thing and all mm. that. I feel like there could have been a little bit more motivation behind why she was being hunted mm-hmm. like why she was whatever or even if even if it's misdirection they i feel like they could have done maybe a little bit more i could also see that being maybe a little bit confusing because there's so much other story going on i feel like i feel like in a wit like if you're thinking of if you're thinking about it from a a, a comedy standpoint i actually kind of like the direction that they took just because she spends the entire movie hunting down all of the people that might have actually had a a a, a um, not legitimate, but like what she would have seen as a legitimate motive to take her out, right? Mm-hmm. And then it ends up being this person who the entire movie you think is just a total sweetheart. The entire movie you actually feel sorry for Lori because you uh, do because Tree keeps kind of blowing her off, you know. Well, you can see why she. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like they. I felt like the the whole reason that she hated her was because she was a shitty roommate, basically. Kind of made made Lori's life a living hell and whatever, and that's why she hated her. Turns out it's because Lori was also having an affair with the same teacher. Uh, that, Lori that's where, was having an affair with a uh, professor who was married. Uh, Gregory. That's where that Gregory character and comes And Lori wanted Gregory. Yeah. So I, I thought that I, I almost thought that it made more sense to her just being a terrible roommate and a terrible person. Like like she was just she drove Lori to a breaking point. I kind of didn't like the fact that they were both involved with Gregory. I thought no, they weren't was both a, involved with Gregory. Yeah, they were. Lori wanted to be involved with Gregory. She she was involved. She was involved in with Gregory in the movie. second movie. <laughs> See, okay, so this is okay. So we got to get into the second movie. You're here. Crossing uh, the streams. Couple, we are couple couple things that you need to know real quick. Uh, Tree ends up becoming a complete sweetheart by the end of the movie. Right, her character does a complete one eighty or three hundred and sixty change. Yeah. Uh, even and, more, uh, even more of a babe at that point. Even more of a babe, right? When she's well, like nice talking girls, to nerdy dudes yeah, like us. Yeah. Nice girls are like, to- yeah, like <laughs> much more babely. Um, so she she ends up becoming um, a babe by the end of the movie, and she ends up uh, is with Carter, the guy that she wakes up in his hotel in his hotel room. No, in his dorm room every <laughs> single morning. Uh, she ends up falling in love with him or whatever. Right, they're an item by the end of the movie. Um, happily ever after. Then. In uh, in the, the the at the very very end of the movie, it's all over again. Like it, it it didn't actually stop the way that they thought that it stopped, right? Yeah. So that's the end of the movie. Well, they actually made it to March nineteenth. They did. They did. Right. 
And then she got reset again. (laughs) (laughs) So this is where movie two comes into place. Uh, In terms of the behind the scenes stuff, same director, uh, mostly same cast with the addition of some new ones. Uh, But uh, Tree Gelbin discovers that dying over and over was surprisingly easier than the dangers that lie ahead. She's not done yet. Um, So this movie came out in 2019. In addition to all the cast that we already know, you have uh, Siraj Sharma, who Mm -hmm. plays Samar. Mm -hmm. Samar is... Samar and Andrea, uh, played by Sarah Yarkin, Mm -hmm. they're basically these two super nerdy like science geeks basically that uh, are working on this project with Ryan mm-hmm. uh who is uh a Carter's roommate that we talked about in the first movie. He had a very small part in the first movie, but he basically takes center stage in the second movie. Yeah, at least for a, a portion of it. For at least for a portion of it. Yeah. So Ryan and his uh, and his friends uh they basically built a time machine in the school's uh, uh, science lab, basically, in, as their thesis. Yeah, inadvertently. inadvertently they was, built it for one one purpose to like basically slow down time. It was supposed it to. It was ended supposed up ma- to be able to super cool. Fuck yeah! I don't, I'm I'm not even gonna get into the science. It was of supposed it. to do one thing. It yeah. ended up making a, a a hole in time, basically, and creating this weird time loop. Yeah. And that's the explanation that you have for all of Tree's problems in the first movie. Right. They explain it pretty much right off the bat, actually. Um, which is, which is good because if you're watching these movies back to back, it plays like it's literally one movie and that was, it picks up right there. That was one of the coolest things about these two movies, especially watching them back to back as the, uh, the continuity and how, how clever they were with crossing certain aspects, like certain important aspects of each movie, like that rolling blackout, like tree literally uses the rolling blackout uh in the first movie to best the the killer. Yeah. That she has no idea what it is though. She has no idea what it is. But it turns out that it was actually caused by uh Ryan and and uh Andrea or Dre, I guess they call yeah. her and uh and Samar. And that's that to me, I love those types of stories where there's like they interweave because there's, and it gets even more complicated there's, too if you really think about it because it. there's what's up. There's one problem with it. What's so up? in the first movie, the rolling blackout occurs as Tree is sitting in her bed. Uh, Danielle walks in. Danielle's talking to her and she's like, "What time are you going to the party?" Right? Mm-hmm. And they're talking about this party, this and that. In the second movie. Am I wrong in that they, when they were saying that the blackout occurred at 12.01 a.m.? So would that Wait, mean... It, it occurred at 12.01? Yeah. That's that's when the whole in time happened. They talk about it a lot in the second movie. That's that. That's basically when... Well, the dean of the school, though, the guy who's pissed and he's trying to shut down the operation the entire time, he... When he's yelling at Ryan, he mentions to him that it's caused rolling blackout several times. True. Oh, so twelve oh one was when this doesn't make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense because you know what I think that you know what I think the twelve oh one rolling blackout actually was is that one tree. Now this could this could get funky. If we actually start, is that to, when she if, dri- is that when she is that drives when into the, drives so into the fucking electrical plant? So 
No, yeah, but like that doesn't cause a black. I mean, it does cause a blackout, but that doesn't cause the machine to rip a hole in time, though. So that's what that, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, there's there's a thread here that doesn't line up as well as everything else does. I feel like it probably which I'm does. trying I to kind like of rack my brain over. I feel like we over. need to go back and watch it again and and actually because I'm down for it because there's so there's. Between these two movies, there are so many different working parts, and everything yep. else lines up so perfectly. It's hard to believe that they would leave that big of a gap in something. You know what I mean? Outside of the very obvious odes to Back to the Future Two in this yeah. movie, which they mention once again, just like they mentioned Groundhog's Day in the first movie, yeah, they mentioned Back to the Future Two in this one, and right. this is one hundred percent Back to the Future. Definitely, it's very, it's very much like that, and like even like the Saw franchise, where what happens in one movie can directly correlate to another movie down the line, whether it be the first sequel, the second sequel, or, or even third. Right. But it is definitely more back to the future um, in that they're, it's the same. This is the genius about this. And it was the genius about, you know, back to the future too. It's the same movie. They're playing with the same exact movie in the exact same sandbox, just moving things around to create a completely different story by the end of it. They keep like adding in these little ripple effects that end up changing everything throughout the two movies. Here's, and it's it's really genius. Here's the thing. When they were so when they uh when Happy Death Day to you first starts, it's on March nineteenth. Mm-hmm. It's on March nineteenth. Like tree has made it through the 18th her and because when ryan shows up at the the dorm room it's tree and and uh um carter making out on the bed so it's now Uh march 19th right that entire the first 20 minutes of the movie i was like i was like okay this is this is all right this is a pretty good follow-up i suppose like let's see where they're gonna take it but i was considerably less excited about it because i just there was something about the sequence of events in the in the first 20 minutes of the movie where i was just like "Eh, this isn't grabbing me quite as much and then when they suddenly there was that big explosion and then they suddenly went back to tree waking up on march 18th again and and then she was like she was pissed like she woke up she knew what was going on she walks out into the hallway and she screams for ryan like before he could even yep. come in and do his like, did you hit that fine vagina thing? <laughs> and like, how and how confused they all get yeah. every time this happens. Like yep. for me, that's when the movie really started, and I was like, all right, we're back in the. Isn't it and then crazy? It, which which is funny because you literally, I had just watched a movie that was an hour and a half long, where the same scene played out five times. That's what I was just gonna say. And then in the second movie, I was bummed out that that same scene wasn't playing out. And then twenty minutes into the movie, that same scene starts to play out, and then I was happy again. <laughs> that is a that's a testament to how strong the script is, though, and how strong the storytelling is. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. It's they're literally doing the exact same thing over and over. Right. You never get bored of it. Yeah. It's genius. Yeah. It really, really is. Um. Yeah. I. They, so this movie had another, after she gets back or whatever, she, she basically has to become the smartest person in the room by memorizing all of these crazy sequences Algorithms. that she knows nothing about, right. about this, uh, this machine that they built. Because right. the problem is they can start testing theories with this machine to try to fix the hole, but they reset every day. So they're not actually yeah. 
knowing what progress they're making. They said if we if we if you if what you're saying is true, then we can test a dozen algorithms today. But if the day starts over, then we don't know what we tested. So sh- tree becomes like this encyclopedia of, of algorithms. And by the end of the movie, she's writing like an entire whiteboard full of algorithms to find out the right one. Yeah, which is it was a pretty it was a pretty funny twist on it. Yeah, no, it was it was it was awesome. Like she suddenly becomes the smartest person in the room. Whether or not her brain is just good at memorizing things, or <laughs> if she actually learns about what those things and what they are, doesn't matter. She's the smartest person in the room. Um, what's not very smart though, and I was thinking about this as we were watching it. She does have more montages in this movie of her just randomly killing herself, mm-hmm. like of all these weird random ways of doing it. Well, because they Cause des- she needs to reset time because they decide like because she keeps saying like I don't want to get murdered every day. Yeah, and so they go, well, why don't you just cut it off, like head it off at the past and just kill yourself? <laughs> so she just starts killing herself repeatedly. Yeah, normal, right? Yeah, yeah, totally standard fare. What I what I love though is that every time she kills herself, she thinks that this has no effect on anything. But the thing is this, she's making her way through a ton of different timelines, right? Mm-hmm. So just because she dies in that timeline and wakes up back in a different timeline but in the same place, mm-hmm. all these people that she is killing herself in front of, she's ruining their lives in their timelines. <laughs> Wait, you know, like those versions of those people have to continue going. But hold on. But the 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 timeline that she's stuck in, the universe that she's stuck in keeps repeating. Right? Or are you saying on that ti- in that timeline. So if you're looking, if you're talking about multi like multiverse though, what happens on that timeline is only that one timeline. So if she dies and then wakes up in a different one, which she did a couple of times, then all those people, when you die, the rest of their the rest of those people, their lives go on in that timeline. So she's traumatizing all of these people by offing herself in the most ridiculous ways possible. So you think that like every time she re so you It's not hard to follow you, James. Well, I got the sense that like once she once she got thrown from her original timeline where she was with Carter, she got thrown to this alternate timeline, right? This alter- sure. alternate dimension where Carter is with Danielle. Yeah. And I got the sense that she just stayed within that timeline the entire time. Within that that dimension. I don't think so. I think that... You think she was bouncing back and forth? like? I, I think so, yeah. But if she was bouncing back and forth, would she be able to this is confusing (laughs) it's very confusing (laughs) you just made it more confusing for me (laughs) i just feel like the the, all the rest of those people those timelines have to continue they didn't die so that so their lives are continuing on you know well in other in other timelines she's not going through this there's like, another version of her existing in uh, that other like that other timeline where she's with Carter where everything just continues as normal. Right? That's yeah, that's true I suppose. I didn't think about it that way, but you're right. Interesting. I think time, like like you like you'd mentioned before. It was confusing. I know. Like what what you mentioned <laughs> before, I think you need to watch these two movies again to pick up on little nuances 
to yeah. really try to make sense of what exactly is going on. Or we're just trying to class up this movie and it's really not that smart. <laughs> that can be it too. That's, that's, we do that a lot with movies. There's it's, it's there's little true. there's little like clues and stuff too where I uh, in the first movie there's a scene where uh she's she's peeking in through the window at her the guy who she's seen a couple times and she realizes that he's trying to jay off to some to some gay porn she goes oh sure. he's gay and then <laughs> and the, and she's like well that's that explains a lot and then she turns around and all of a sudden babyface comes out of nowhere and she stabs him. Uh, Babyface stabs her, and she's got this look of horror on her face. But then she kind of like stops and like looks down at the knife in her belly, and then looks up with like a raised eyebrow, almost like she has a sudden, uh, like this sudden epiphany. And yeah. there's parts like that in the in the first movie where I kind of want to go back and and look to see if, um. Like, why did she make that face? Like, did she realize that that knife was familiar to familiar to her in in some way? Like, was it from the frat house? That's did possible. She, did she have reason to believe that somebody might have taken it from the flat, frat house or something like that? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I definitely I, get what you're saying. And I think it's possible. I never thought of it in those terms, but I think it's definitely possible. I feel like there's probably, like, little little bits and pieces that are sprinkled into these movies that give you a... Oh, I'm sure. They I'm give sure. you a, a better sense of... Like who that might even give away who the killer is before you you figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I we we mentioned the the Back to the Future parallels in this yeah. movie. Did you notice that one of the main staples of the city was a big clock tower? Yeah, that was exactly like it. Did yeah. you notice Biff's tree removal? Oh, was it really? <laughs> the 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 wood chipper that she jumps into to kill herself <laughs> at one point in time is run by Biff's tree removal That's like funny. they didn't even try to bury the lead just no. like just like they didn't in the first movie didn't even try to bury the lead in this one that's awesome uh and, and i loved it for that um yeah i don't know i i think that this these movies are they're so amazingly intertwined and they, and they play off of each other so well to watch one without the other seems criminal to me <laughs> right like it, it, it seems like they should be one movie because yeah. they play so well off of each other. They're so different, though. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, the first movie is a, a horror comedy, I would uh -huh. say. Uh-huh. And the second movie is more like a like a sci-fi sort of time travel geek fest with, like, a little bit of a little bit of horror mixed in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um it but They're it works though. It works for oh, yeah. both. Like it the the, the premise just lends itself to both. Yeah, yeah. And I liked I liked the fact that they 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 took the second movie in a, a completely different direction as far as they the did. tone of it. Even in terms of like characters, like every character acts different in the second movie. Yeah, they're the same. They're the same. But they they all act like they're completely different people now with a little bit of a set of different circumstances. Uh, and I and I think that's. It's cool because it also gives all of those different characters something new to sink their teeth into, right? Mm -hmm. You know, before you had um, you had uh, what's her fucking Danielle, what's her fuck Danielle, who was just complete total bitch or whatever. Now she's dating the guy that Tree was dating in the first movie because mm -hmm. that got fucked up, and she's friends with she's friends with uh, 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 Samara and Andrea, mm -hmm. sort of. You know, she puts up with them because they're friends with. Uh, Carter, so so it's like or uh, or oh, well, wait. Carter, yeah, but Carter saying, and Ryan. 
Wait, you're saying that Danielle is friends with Samara and Andrea? Well, yeah, she sits down, she goes, hi, hi. Like, she's very friendly with him, whereas in the first movie, it was, uh, what are you doing sitting with these guys? Like, it's a total, it's a completely different no, no. character. S- Samara, and, uh, Samara and Dre weren't in the first movie. No, but they, but no, but when Tree is sitting with uh, Carter and Ryan, she says it. So yeah. Samar, so Samar and and Andrea are just an extension of that group of friends. So mm-hmm. she would have acted that same way to all of them in the first movie. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But whereas in the second movie, she's dating Carter, so she's friends with all of them. But in the or second, at least friendly. But in this, well, it takes after their first. It's after their first meeting, though. Because that, that scene where she walks up and she goes, who are these people? What are you doing with these people? And yeah. then Samar like, stands up and looks at her boobs and she's like, excuse me, my head's this one in the middle, you know? Yeah. That, was, that was presumably when she was already dating Carter. That's true. That's true. Fuck. Unless, <laughs> unless... To to lend some credence to your to your your idea, unless uh, Tree was bouncing around, not only within the si- same timeline, like maybe she was bouncing around to several different timelines. But what are the odds that every time she would bounce to a separate timeline that Danielle and Carter were dating? I don't think. Okay, I don't. I think that you're confusing those two scenes. Why? Because I think that when she comes over and she goes, ew, who are these people? That's mm-hmm. the first movie when no. Tree is just hanging out with with Carter and Ryan. I think. No, because Danielle never comes in. and Yeah, because she, she tells us she missed the meeting and all that stuff. No, that doesn't happen in the first movie. Is that the second movie? Yeah. Fuck. These, these movies are so they're so similar that it's kind of tough to keep them separate, which is the point. Yeah. They're doing they're doing their job by confusing you. It's the entire yeah. idea. Um Yeah, I don't think that happens in the first movie though. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, because she says, Who are these people? And then Samar stands up to introduce himself. Then he's I still then yeah. he's staring at her hooters. Oh, you're right. No, you're 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 a hundred percent right. <laughs> You're 100% right. It's because they... Oh, that's what it is. Boom, the movie, got it. The, the movie starts like that, but then the machine goes off once, and it changes everything again. Because remember, there's that explosion, and it pushes them all back. They're in the yes. room, and it blows them all out. Yes. So there's a change yes. in the second movie. Yes, so there's two right. different timelines in the, in the second movie. Yeah, that's they, what it is. They, that's what it is. Okay. Oh, okay, because it's they start. Yeah, they <laughs> Anybody start. listening to this is so confused right now. Because <laughs> they start on March 19th, and they're trying to figure out Ryan's problem, because Ryan yes. is now reliving the yes. same day. Ryan starts the movie. Right. Like it, it, He's stuck in a time loop. Right. That's when they find Tree, and she's like... You gotta be kidding me! Now you're stuck in the time loop. Like that's where it picks up from. Wait, yes. so do they okay. ever? So do they ever figure out who was after Ryan then? Uh, probably not, because they moved to the second, the secondary timeline. Now Whoa. there was now, now. This is interesting though. Because this is where it gets interesting. There is a third movie planned. Oh, it's called Happy Death Day to Us. Oh, um, and there's an idea for it. The uh, director has the idea for uh, Jason Bloom. It's it's an interesting idea. So they did. They announced the sequel to the first movie almost immediately, right? Mm-hmm. They had to because 
for casting and all that, all these people had to look the same. So they had to film it quick sure. after their after the first movie was a a pretty big financial success. Sure, for yeah. The second movie was not as big of a of a success. It only made sixty four million off of a budget of seven million, I think. Mm-hmm. Which that's a- to us seems good. Apparently, in studio in studio talk, that's not great. Um, it, it, because it didn't perform the way that the first one did, is what it was. Mm. So they they basically went from talking about a sequel was null and void. Jason Bloom was basically like, yeah, it's not really going to happen. You know, it, it don't hold your breath. Like they're basically saying that it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 tone started to change a little bit, and both uh, the director and Jason Bloom started talking very fondly about it, saying, well, it's on, it's it's always in our brains. We'd like to do it, this and that. All the way down to uh, last thing that I read is that they're actually go for it. Script is written, like things are done, like. Both Jason Bloom and uh, 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 Christopher, um, what's his name? Landon. Uh, Christopher Landon. They both want to do it. There's also talk of combining Freaky and the Happy Death Day series into one shared universe. Really? Yes. That's interesting. So there's like a which how how crazy would it be if the whole Freaky thing where the the two switched places? What if that was because of oh, the same man. machine and Happy Death Day to you, right? Yeah. Whoa. I haven't seen Freaky um, yet, but no, I only know that, the premise it, of it. But if it lends itself to that to that kind of story, yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be very, be cool. it'd be really cool. I personally would rather have a third movie in this franchise than a crossover at this point. Personally, I feel like the crossover could definitely come later. Like I feel like it could come after a third movie was released. Yeah, and it would make more sense. Yeah. Um, but there is a planned third movie that they just need funding for it, to my knowledge. That, that's what's holding them up. They just need the money to make it. So hopefully we'll get that. And I know that it does fast forward a little bit of time, so they're not worried about everybody looking identical anymore. Yeah, They're, they're kind of out of that constraint. Um, that being said, yeah, I, I hope we get it. Because I, mean, I really want to see where a third part I of this mean, go. To be fair, it's only two, I guess, three years removed from yeah. the last movie. So it's not... You know, people in Hollywood mm-hmm. they they look the same for years. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool though. I'd love to see another one of these movies, honestly. Oh um, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to see this franchise just continue all the it's, time. It's like it's not that'd necessary, but I I I'm totally into it if they decide to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I we I could, don't know that I have too much more. Yeah, we could probably talk about more, but but why? People should just go watch these movies. Yeah, watch it. They're they're a lot of fun. Hopefully, we um, either uh, convinced you to watch it because we loved it, or we confused you enough to where you need to watch it just to make sense of what we talked about. I have to find out what's going on because <laughs> these fucking idiots don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah. These are honestly movies where I didn't uh, I didn't know that I would think this deeply about them until we started this conversation. Um, yeah, well, they're great though. And I feel really like are. I feel like I'm gonna go back and watch them because there's probably like I don't know there's got to be little clues little Easter eggs. Oh, I'm sure there's movies. Easter eggs scattered throughout these entire yeah, movies. So guaranteed. I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch these ones, and yeah. uh, I th- I think definitely everybody should check them out. Just just do it. It's good for your health. Um, I think that's it, bud. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. Too. I think so too. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so next uh, week, 
next week? Next what are week. we doing? Uh, on the docket for next week, we have Cure for Wellness. Oh. And Shutter Island. Oh, my Atlanta. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Uh, I've never seen a Cure for Wellness. I've Neither wanted to I. for a long time. Yes. And I've only seen Shutter Island once, and I fucking loved it. Same. I have no idea how we're going to cram these two movies into one episode. Yeah, Next week be... might be a very long episode. <laughs> it's going to be a... Maybe maybe we go light on the news next week or something. Yeah, like yeah. Well, we we were, we were talking about having that discussion, so maybe we kind of forego a lot of the normal stuff <laughs> so that we can fit everything in. We'll see. If we're trying but, to have um, that discussion and discussing these two films at the same time. That's, I mean, it uh, kind of makes sense. It's all like mental illness and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of makes sense. Um, in yeah, a way, that'll that'll be a that'll be a fun one. It'll be interesting for sure. So, all right. Well, uh, until next week, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at the Buzz to Kill PC. Uh, we are uh, also only on uh, only on. We are also on every We're also major on OnlyFans. We're only on every major <laughs> streaming platform and OnlyFans. Come yeah. on. OnlyFans.com backslash your mother's butthole. That's our name. <laughs> <laughs> the buzzed the buzzed butthole that's <laughs> i've seen it and uh it's, it's just it's, it's just glorious. us after every show at 2 30 in the morning <laughs> just completely hammered taking pictures of our buttholes that that's it that that's what you pay us for that's 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 actually if somebody started paying me for it my life would be a lot better <laughs> um for for our special tonight james will have a single candle lit sticking out of his butthole <laughs> happy birthday to me <laughs> fuck we gotta go um yeah we're getting slap happy at this point all right well but, uh, hey yeah. bud until next bud, week hey until next birthday james hey even though your birthday's over now till next birthday but until next birthday felt the fish take care of yourself take care of yourself <laughs>